Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on Acast. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, Dave Lozo. Hey, Dave. Hi. 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 <laughs> Hello. Dave and I are working on not interrupting each other. Hello. We should say I'm working on not interrupting Hello? Dave because I'm an only child and anything. I'm an interrupter. Hello? Apparently, Is this on. <laughs> Hello, Dave. Yes, it's on. I can hear you. All right, I'll just assume you can hear me. Okay, don't worry. Go eat a cookie or something. I really go for a cookie right now. There you have cookie. You have delicious Balthazar cookies, courtesy cookies of the here. fine folks at LG. I wonder if LG makes cookies. LG doesn't make cookies, but they give them out at their mm. press events. Uh, Dave and I are joined today by my editor at Town and Country, Sam Dangerman. Hi, Sam. Hi, Julie. Hey, Sam. Hi, Dave. <laughs> hi, Sam. If, if you can hear Julie, can you tell her I said hi? I will. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Dave, you're in a real mood today. Mm, real mood today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not always like this, just most of the time. Mm, like uh, I'm super excited to have Sam here because this week. I, or I say actually this month, since it's a monthly, my monthly column for Town and Country for this month was about a topic that was the first thing that Sam and I talked about when we floated the idea of doing Ask a Clean Person at Town and Country, that this was the ultimate Town and Country Ask a Clean Person column. And it was all about how to wash an L.L. Bean boat and tote, those classic canvas tote bags. Um, and Sam, I really was serious that when I handed the column in to you, I then went to L.L. Bean and bought myself a new boat and tote for the summer. I'm very excited. It hasn't arrived yet. Um, they're being, I think, a little slow with the monogramming. Mm. Yeah. I hope it doesn't get into a uh, bean boot situation. I hope it does not. That story is really funny. I was excited. I was like, oh, Sam, I love this one. Um, so we figured when we were planning for the column, we figured that we should also have Sam come on the podcast. We do a whole episode devoted to all kinds of preppy cleaning problems. Dave is actually wearing like a kind of preppy outfit for Dave. I'm today. actually going sailing after we're done here today. <laughs> Could you pop that collar? I will never pop my Please? collar. No, absolutely Please? not. No. For no cause. There's no cause in the world that I would ever pop my collar. For. All right, fair enough. I'm not. I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna no. try anymore because I know it's a lot. I once, of cause. But you do look really nice in that. Da- Thank you. I, Dave I, I is, think I look great. Dave, 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 you do look great. You're adorable. Dave is wearing a a pale pink uh, golf shirt. Salmon it looks very nice. It's not salmon, honey. Salmon. That's not salmon. Pink is. That's I, ballet pink. I once saw a guy. In, Are in you going to challenge me on color names? He was wearing five of these, but the collars all popped. Oh, I love that look. Ruined that look for me forever. <laughs> Never going to ever do that, ever. There's actually a picture of me on my Facebook where I'm sitting behind the guy and I'm pointing at him. Like, it's just, oh, so many pop collars. Can you send me that? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'll use it for, like, the bonus episode. There you go. Photo. You know, I put photos in all the bonus episodes. Of course I, I should just start putting photos of you in the bonus episodes. Do you want people to listen or you want people to not <laughs> want to come back ever again? I don't know what you're going for with the bonus episodes, but you set up the Patreon. I didn't, so you yeah, got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I did. 
Um, okay, so we're going to do all kinds of preppy cleaning stuff today. Um, before we get into it, we want to remind you that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers, like pictures of Dave. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all of the packages we're offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. We have new patrons to thank this week, and I forgot to plug them into the script once again. What is wrong? Well, we know what's wrong yeah. with me. For the patrons who are li- who listen to this week's bonus episode, you'll know what's wrong with me. How many people? I want to just give them like fake names? No, I don't want to give them fake names. I want to give them real names. Aloysius <laughs> Alistair. Yeah, that's one of them. It's amazing that See? you know that. Um, no, no, we'll just Barney do- Coopersmith. <laughs> We'll just do them next week. It's okay. All right. Um, no, I'm not, you guys, I'm just having a real week. So if this episode is a disaster and it's all over the place, it's it's me, it's not you. Um, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be really good. We have some good questions. Sam will save us. We're, yeah. Sam, oh, Sam always saves us. Um, we've got some good questions. And actually, before we close out the episode, Sam has a question that's going to roll into next week's episode, which I'm very excited Ooh, about. Ooh, yeah. cliffhanger. Um, yeah. And actually, it's also the subject of next month's Town & Country Ask a Clean Person, because we're going to do that for June. Um, okay, but before we can get to all of that, we got to get to the first question. Dave, you want to take it away? It's one of your people. Albinos? No, oh. you're not an albino. David writes, hey, Julie, here's my question. I have a bag that I love, but that has gathered some stains and smudges over the three-plus years I've had it. It's made of canvas, so I'm afraid to just chuck it in the washer. For a while, the stains gave it character. Uh, and no, no, it didn't. But somewhere along the way, it crossed into the line, crossed the line to grubby. All right. And that's just where it ends. Yeah. Sincerely, David. Well, there were like a lot of accolades in this one that I that I was cutting out. So that's oh, you want me to read them? Choppy. No, they're not in there. I cut the them out. The best thing about Julie, I've always thought, oh, I want is her this. winning personality. She's always so understanding and helpful, and I hope you will use that to answer my question. <laughs> Sincerely, David. Thanks, Dave. Good Dave, job, David. David's finally, finally taking pity on me because the story I told in the bonus episode was so gruesome. Was <laughs> like, he's actually being legit nice to me today. Just thinking about having somebody do that to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so David didn't specify that he had a boat and tote, but canvas is canvas is canvas is canvas, basically. So... Um, the official line that L.L. Bean gives is that boat and totes are to be spot treated. Now, Sam, you have, you have the benefit of having edited my column, so you already know what spot treating entails. But if you had not done that, would you have, would you have read spot treat and known what to do? Definitely not. Right. No one does. Definitely it's like not. not helpful. Can I also just say quickly, though, that, that preppy cleaning problems is a, is a very interesting topic because... Um, when I told my editor at Town & Country that I was coming down here to talk to you about this, she pointed out that preppies and wasps have an inherent preference for things that are actually a little dirty. Yes. And a little old. Yes. So, yes. case in point, a broken in boat and tote. Mm-hmm. Broken or Chlor- in. Chloris Leachman. <laughs> right? Volvo. Yeah. I like yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's definitely part of the preppy aesthetic to have things that are a little threadbare um and like my so i have um i have two boat and totes but i have one that i favor and it's i mean it's you've seen it because i bring it to the office when i have like when i have to bring props for facebook right. live and stuff and like it's all the handles it's the are one all, that's more beat up yeah right? it's the pink one yep. that says joel's on it yep. um 
and it's all beat up and the handles are like frayed and coming apart and it leaves like threads everywhere I go. But I love it. Like I'm really devoted to it and I love it so much more than the other one I have, which is in much better shape, mostly because the Joel's one is so beat up. Right. Um, and also it's pink and it says Joel's on it, which is ridiculous. And like, that's, that's very Joel-ish. Um, it was a, I didn't buy it for myself. It was, a, it was a bridesmaid's gift, um, at a rid- ridiculous wedding that at some point you and I should talk about cause you'll be amused by it. I was one of 13 bridesmaids. Yeah. Too many bridesmaids. Ask Tyler Coates, ask our mutual friend Tyler Coates about the too many bridesmaids game. I bet you'll love that game and you can get in on it with us. We have a ongoing, like with a few of us does when photos pop up on Facebook of like old friends and you see their wedding parties and it's like 30 people deep just send the picture say too many bridesmaids <laughs> it's fun fun game um, okay so it's not fun to Dave <laughs> it's fun to me and Tyler <laughs> okay so here's what spot treating is spot treating is when you make a little solution um, I find that, that technique wise the easiest way to do it is to dilute either liquid laundry detergent or like liquid dish soap is fine liquid hand soap dr bronner's any one of those is fine i find it's easiest to to dilute it into a little bowl with water and then take a light colored rag or a sponge um the light colored is actually really important especially with sponges those like Standard, you know those standard like yellow and green sponges that you get? Of course, yeah. The green will come off. If you use that, the green will come off. The dye transfer will come off. Um, And actually, when I was on the Rachel Ray show, she wasn't paying attention to my instructions because she was too busy shouting over them. And she used the green side of the sponge and left like a green stain all over the thing we were trying to clean. And then I got to scold her and I was very excited about that. Yeah. I didn't like her so much. <laughs> good, good learning moment. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's a good teachable moment yeah. for Rachel. Um, so anyway, the, but the light colored thing is actually really important. I think the best thing to do, to use for this, honestly, is like an old white washcloth. It's like the perfect size, perfect shape, not no color. Um, and what you'll do is you'll just dip your rag into the little bowl of solution that you've made, and you'll scrub at the stains. And it's probably going to take a few like repeat times, but that's what spot treating is. You can also spot treat using a like a stain spray, like a shout or zout or oxycleaner, any any one of those. Like um, you would for clothes, right? Like you would for clothes, but the but the thing is, is that you do want to work it in using a damp cloth, um, and then you want to rinse the the stain remover away because the chemicals, if they sit on the canvas, they'll, they'll discolor the canvas over time. Um, so that's what spot training is. Like once you have it explained to you, you're like, Oh, okay, this makes sense. But if you just read the word spot treats, like with what and how, and you know, it's very simple, but there, there's an explanation for it. Um, okay. So that is the sanctioned LL bean way. Is that the way you do it? No, it's not the way I do. I do it the rogue way. And someone commented, so I have an Ask a Clean Person Facebook page, and I, you know, I put everything up there, obviously, and someone commented, it was like, it was very town and country, because it was very dry, no exclamation points or anything like that. She goes, I also use the rogue method. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, ma'am. Like, I was like a little scared of her. (laughs) All right. Um, So here is the rogue method. I I have to say, the rogue method has two, two problems with it. The first is that if you do this, it's going to um, negate the L.L. Bean warranty. And when we talk about the next question about the boots, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the L.L. Bean warranty and how great it is. And so you should just know that if you if you do 
wash the bag the way that I wash the bag, you won't then be able to send it back if it's damaged. Um, so, to, I mean, no, it's, wor- it's worth it. Why are you laughing at this? The term wash the bag sounds funny. Oh, oh. <laughs> just, <laughs> Cleaning yeah. a dick joke, Steve. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's like we're like this every week. Nope. Very TNC. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's perfect for town and country. Town and country uh, and <laughs> bag. <laughs> TCB. Um, okay, so... That's the first thing. The other thing is, is if you like, okay, Dave, don't, don't, you're going to, I, I you're won't go anywhere near it. the microphone. You're going to lose it on oh, this one. Won't say a word. If you like a stiff boat and tote, this rogue method is not going to be for you because it's going to soften the canvas way up. Um, it's going to break it in. But if you like a broken in boat and tote, this is how you're going to get one. You're going to put the boat and tote in the washing machine. That's how you wash boat and tote. You put it in the washing machine. Uh, cold water, never use hot because canvas will shrink and you will have a dolly bag if you, <laughs> Wash it in hot water. Cold water. Don't wash it with anything else that's not as heavy a material. So you can wash a boat and tote with like jeans, not good jeans, but like, you know, your like kick around jeans and with a hoodie or something like that. But the canvas is so stiff and the bag itself um, doesn't move all that well in the machine. So it will cause damage if you've got anything delicate in there. So just regular detergent. Don't overdo it on the detergent. Um, either the regular or the heavy-duty cycle, cold water, that's all you need to know. When the bag comes out, have you ever washed your boat and tote? I have not. Okay. I've washed my hats, but never boat and tote. Okay. I actually kind of want you to wash the boat and tote and take a video of you taking it out because I want to see the look on your face. You will feel scared and nervous for your bag. You'll be like, oh, my God, what have I done? What does a boat and tote cost? Um, about $38, Okay, I think. Yeah, I'd be afraid to lose that in the wash. Okay. I was just trying to determine the, the amount of fear that would be in his face depending on how much he paid for it. So <laughs> It's not the cost like of the- It was like 80 bucks. That's, that's terrifying. Yeah. 30, it's not it's so much scary. the cost of the bag as much as the emotional attachment that people have to them. Mm. Like, bone tots are, are, I don't know, they're personal to us, I feel like. Right? Well, they're personalized, first of all. <laughs> They start at twenty four ninety nine, right? The small ones, yeah. okay. but the but the big size one I think is thirty. I don't know. I just bought oh, one, yeah. so I should know. Oh, thirty nine. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. See? Within one dollar, right. you would have gotten it's both jail places. It's yeah. A deal. Um, you know they started um, as ice carriers. Yes, I did know in that in nineteen forty four. I did know that. That's how they started. Yes, they're very very sturdy for carrying ice from your uh, ice chest to your car. Yes, hmm. I did know that. Yeah. Love all bean. Yeah. Love it, love it, love That's it. That's like a $2,000 Jeopardy question. Someone's going to listen to the show go on Jeopardy and That's right. they're going to have that answer. Maybe it'll be you. No. <laughs> I, want a, I want a cut. It'll be the one question I get right and the rest of them I'll just still be minus 6000 <laughs> I want a cut of your winnings. Um, what? Okay. So here's the thing. So the bag is going to come out of the washer and you're going you're gonna to feel very nervous and upset. And I want you to say... It's going to be okay because Jolie said it would be okay. Because I really promise it is going to be okay. But when the bag comes out, it is going to look mangled. Like, it's going to be bent into all kinds of weird angles, and it's going to be folded in on itself, and it's going to look really wrinkled, and you're going to freak out, and you should not freak out. Here is what you need to do. You need to reshape the bag. It is not the easiest thing in the world to reshape a boat until that's wet. It'll be very stubborn. I usually use my fists. I just ball up my fit, my little tiny marsupial fists, and use them to ba- basically just bang the bag back in Dave. <laughs> Sorry. 
bang the bag back into what? place. I didn't say anything. I know. I know. I was just apologizing in advance for what I must be doing to your mind. Um, Fisting the bag, sure. <laughs> Whatever you're into. Yeah. <laughs> that's your thing. It takes all kinds. <laughs> um, so that's what you're going to do. Then you want to just let it air dry. Usually when I air dry the bag, I air dry it um, with the open part facing upwards and then as it starts to dry and it's only just damp, I flip it over and bend the handles outward and lay it on its, on like with the open part down so that the bottom can dry. Because you do really want to make sure that the bottom gets dry since it's, it's particularly heavy. Um, so that is, that's all you have to do. Once it's dry. No dryer. It, no dryer. Okay. Do not, do not, do not, do not put it in the dryer. Don't, not even on no heat. Just don't do it. Um, once it's dry, it will a- any little parts of it that were misshapen as it was drying will just ease themselves out, and it will be very soft and much much less stiff than the original bags. So that is the rogue method. Now, I just want to say I want to add like a little caveat that someone did tweet at me that she cleaned her she washed her boat into in the washing machine and it came out super wrinkled. <laughs> I nothing worse than a wrinkled bag, huh? Yeah, and she was like, I, I, it was embarrassed to be seeing me, and I was like, okay, whatever. I actually, I don't, I don't, not that I think she's lying, but I don't think it was a boat and tote that she's talking about. I think she was talking about a thin canvas bag. Um, thin canvas bags will stay, even after they've air dried, will stay wrinkled, but you can iron them. Not that people need to, but you can. But a boat and tote, this, it, that heavy canvas doesn't retain wrinkles once it's dry. So... Wait, those bags that have like the inspirational messages on the side of them, all over them, you know those bags? Mm-hmm. Are those boat and totes? No, you mean the Lululemon ones? The red. Is that what they are? Yeah, there's the, like red. The Lululemon? No, those, those are just shopping those bags. Those are just regular bags. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure if that counts as the. No, that's not canvas yeah. either. It's plastic. Yeah, I've never touched I go, I see them on the I train. have one. That's the black bag that I have out there is the Lululemon really? bag. Yeah. And it just a, doesn't have the sayings a, on it. Yeah, the sayings are the things that bother right. me. Reach, no, I know. reach for the stars. I know. I know. Dream it, you can do it. Like, ugh. Right, you and Bakes and I have talked about this. Have we? Yeah. No, we have talked about yeah. this. Yeah. I know it bothers you guys. I love it. It makes me laugh. <laughs> makes me laugh so hard. Anytime Katie's pissed about something, I'm happy, you know? Yeah. Um, my, mu- mu- the mutual friend who introduced us has has thoughts about the Lululemon bags. Lululemon bags and the, and the leftovers, the two things me and Katie Bakes hate the most and we text about all the time. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. I don't, I haven't, well, I'm not going to watch the leftovers. Don't. I'm not going to. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's not a Young Pope, though. Stick with it. Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I knew you'd be happy about that. Very happy. Oh, also, that. I think I'm going to go to the movies this weekend. Guardians? No. Mm. What? I'm Wait. definitely not telling you what I'm going to go see. Oh, hold on. I'll just I'll no. figure I'll, it out. We'll talk about it in next week's <laughs> bonus episode. Because um, well, I still got boat and tote stuff to talk about. Go ahead. Okay. So here's the last weird boat and tote thing. You can vacuum a boat and tote. You can vacuum it. You have to switch to the upholstery or crevice attachment. But it's a very good thing to do. Super easy if you've been at the beach. Like... Vacuum all the sand out. Vacuum the dirt mm. out. Just a weird, weird thing to mention to people if you're toting home ice or Christmas wreaths. Wreaths leave a lot of debris behind. In fact, that was our first town and country column was about the the havoc that Christmas wreaks. Yes, on Christmas all of tree us. sap. Christmas tree sap. That was really good. That was so fun. I have so much fun with that column, Sam. I especially love the uh, the velvet. Caravan, where, we, where we talked about Stubbs and Wooten slippers. Yes, I know. Clean them. It was great. And then that 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 dreadful commerce secretary man showed up with them with the custom ones, like right after we published that. And I was Wilbur like, Ross. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I was like, oh God, this 
per- everything's perfect right now. He's a natty dresser. He is, he is a natty dresser. That. He is a natty dresser. I, I po- politics aside, I thought it was a tasteless move. So that's why I object to that. I think he should have waited to unveil those custom shoes until things were a little bit less volatile in this country. Well, he also, you know, had to have ordered them before he was. Uh, well, that's the other thing. Approved. Yeah. Um, confirmed. Right. Yeah. So it yeah. was a little bit of a risky move. Yeah. And I don't like that either. Tacky. Oh, well. Um, all right. So that's the Bowen Tone instructions. Like, they, they did look we great. Have, we, we have, to, have, to, we have to say that. But well, that's, that's a credit to Stubbs and Wooten. Yeah. That's his credit to the Stubbs and Wooten. So, all right. Well, listen, speaking of shoes, actually, we've got we have, like another juice. It's not even really so much of a, a question. It's just like a terrible story. So, Dave, <laughs> you want to read the email from Victoria? Victoria writes, hi, Jolie. My roommate and I recently found that we had a mouse in our apartment, and after locating and disposing of its food source, did a top-to-bottom clean of the apartment and found its nest in my roommate's L.L. Bean boot. <laughs> See, that this is different than the microwave situation, but, you know, you can, yeah. you can understand this part. It had been stealing hay from a rabbit's bedding and filled one boot all the way to the top. <laughs> and, of course, the boot was covered in mouse poop and pee. Is there anything she can do to salvage these boots? A cobbler, maybe? Or is it just best to throw them out? You know where I stand on this. I do know where. So Dave's answer to ev- literally every question. Throw it out. Get a new one. <laughs> Throw it out. You mean seriously. Oh, so one of the other fan mail things that I got for you this week was someone, you know, my remember my robe bathrobe question? I'm getting some people are chiming in on my bathrobe stuff. And I'm very oh, happy about right. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, well, since we're mentioning it, let's throw it back out to the listeners. Uh, I want to hear from you. If you wear a bathrobe, I've got two questions for you. First of all, do do you wash it, and if and if yes, how often? And two, more critically, do you towel off after your shower and then put the robe on, or do you put the robe on when you're still wet? <laughs> At the end of questions, I don't, and I don't want to discuss it anymore. I just want to hear the. I want to hear your truth. Tell me your truth. I've I've found people on both both aisles. I'm very excited about this. Um, okay, so Dave Dave wants to throw everything away. Um, it's covered in poop. This and other, pee. This, other this other fan mail that I got was a was a bathrobe thing, and it was a woman. She was like, "It's it's I can't remember if it was her fiance or her husband, one or the other." Um, a fiance, and she was like, "Tell Dave, I'm mm-hmm. probably not going to throw my fiance away, but I would very much consider throwing the robe away if he says so." Well, I mean, so the, the people are just doing what you say now. If the fiance is covered in poop and pee, she has to move <laughs> on. If it's his robe. <laughs> Then she can still hang on to him, I think. That's fair, right? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Okay. You can't recover from that. So, okay, Sam, would you keep the boots? <laughs> I would call Ella Bean and okay. ask what to do. Okay. Maybe get them to send but, you a free shoe. But even but even, even if there was something to do, would you still be able to wear those boots, like knowing what had gone on in them? No, I don't think I would wear the same same pair of boots. Okay. There might have been fucking going on too. <laughs> just saying, they're animals. Fucking. They're animals. They're animals. They don't care about the like poop and It sounds like it was just one. It just sounds like it was one one mouse. Very active mouse. Very yeah. active mouse. Right. Um, and I mean, look, we gotta appraise the mouse's industriousness. Like he he found a, a source of right. ticking and built himself a little bed and moved right in. I think it's great. So uh, okay, I have to level. 
I would probably just get rid of the boots. Yes. Um, I don't, I'm not saying that you have to. I'm just saying what I would personally do. I just feel like I would be like, for the rest of my life, every time I put my foot in the boot, I would be like, <laughs> this is a mouse's home now. Like, it's not my boot anymore. It's someone's home. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, just take the boot and put it outside, and the mouse can live in it outside. Yeah. yeah. But but I'll tell you, so Victoria is a friend of mine, and so um, and so I wrote back to her, and I was like, what? this is definitely a new one. Thank you for this question. Um and what I told her to do was to call L.L. Bean. I was like, look, first for your first stop with anything that comes from L.L. Bean should always be to go back to L.L. Bean because L.L. Bean has this amazing guarantee for their products. And a lot of times, even when it's something that like the product didn't fail, in fact, the product succeeded so well that a mouse wanted to move in and make the boot its home. Um, but even in, in cases where the product hasn't failed, a lot of times L.L. Bean will honor the guarantee and give you a replacement. So I was like, listen, have her call have your roommate call and see if they might send her a new boot or they might or they might like give her a discount towards a new pair or something like that. So in in this particular case, that isn't what happened. What they did, they couldn't replace the boots, but what they could replace was the liners. And apparently LL Bean can basically replace like all of the parts of the boots. So also when you're calling, even if they can't give you a new freebie, like they can probably send you parts and all that kind of stuff. So that's point number one to be made about this situation. Point number two is if you are not me and you're not psychologically bothered by the fact that your boot is no longer a boot, but a mouse's happy home. Toilet. I was going to say happy home, not toilet. I'm picturing like a little sampler. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like a poo poo platter. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, uh, poop. Oh, Dave. Mm-hmm. Thank God I have you. Um, so if you're if you're not mentally and here's the thing, like psychologically, there's no you shouldn't. There's nothing wrong with the boot if you can have it fixed. It's just that I mean I don't know. I guess I'm nuts. Um, that yes, this is a job for a cobbler. This is this is not something that you want to be taking on because basically what's going to have to happen is they're going to have to like unstitch the whole boot and and get down underneath because um like boots are lined there are layers so even if you replace like the top insole there's still all the stuff that was underneath it that probably is soaked in mouse pee um so it's definitely a cobbler job and probably honestly also just a Time for a new throw pair out of, new, new, <laughs> job new pair of boots job i mean um, the person hasn't worn the boots in so long yeah. that a mouse was able to make a home in it so it's probably not the most important well i mean they're wear. but they're a seasonal item yeah, that's so that's true. i mean you know bean boots are not i'm i'm not wearing bean boots in august you know throw them away so yeah all right so listen uh this on that note um dave dave finally gets the answer he's he's always wanted second time that's happened yeah, it is. It Mi- is. The microwave counts. The mi- yeah. <laughs> oh, the microwave. I was actually thinking that maybe maybe for your birthday, I would do a whole episode where the answer to every question <sighs> is throw it away. Awesome. <laughs> like every time it's like, you don't, bother, like you don't bother to help at all. It's just like, Dave, <laughs> throw it away. I was like, what? Next what, question. What great gift can I give Dave? <laughs> so I already ruined the surprise. Mm. Oh, well. You'll forget by then. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you don't remember. You'll forget by tomorrow. Uh, All right, so this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Dave, Sam, and I will be right back with more of your preppy cleaning problems. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr. Dave and I have been talking preppy cleaning problems with town and country Sam Dangramon. We've got one more question. This is actually a really fast question, um, mm-hmm. but hopefully it will be it will be helpful. Dave, you want to read Jessica's question? Jessica writes, Jolie, you taught me the wonders of vinegar, how to get the smell out of nasty workout clothes, and how best to preserve my wedding dress. Oh, now that my hubs—that's so touching. Now that my hubs and I are living happily together for the first time, I need some help. There's this belt he wears at work outside at a golf course in Atlanta in the summer, and I can't figure out how to clean it. It's a Vineyard Vines canvas belt with silk overlay, and it is smelly to high heavens. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's your that, Atlanta? That, that's how she says it. <laughs> and has all kinds of dirt and grass stains on it. He loves that belt, but I swear it's going to make me some, make someone faint one day. <laughs> what should I do? And Any she help? did write D O O Right. I was trying to you know keep it as real to the letter. Any help would be much appreciated, Jess. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was really nice. Thank you, <laughs> Jess. The Southern Belle. Yeah, that's right. Are you watching Southern Charm, I am, Savannah? I am. No, love- no, I haven't started yet. Oh, okay. Um, I I so the, they just aired the third episode. If I were you, I would say. Skip the first two, which were pretty useless, and actually kind of made me be like, oh, I'm not going to like this. Um, the third episode, I am all in. Ooh. So here's the reason why. They're all legit friends who all went to country day school together. Right. And I feel that. <laughs> um, and in fact, like just two weeks ago, I was at home in Boston with all of my friends from day school. So like I was like literally like living this thing of like yeah we've all known each other since we were seven and the like bonds that work that way so so they're as a friend group they're actually really 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 interesting interesting they're like a legit friend group versus southern charm charleston which right is, in which they're they're really they're cobbled sort of mi- together yeah mishmash right yeah of all exactly. different ages so anyway i i i officially endorse southern charm savannah um i also officially endorse vineyard vines i'm psyched about this question because I recently unearthed an old Vineyard Vine scarf that I've been wearing um, to the gym to hold my hair back. So I got a haircut like two or three weeks ago and there's always like a two week period right after a haircut where two chunks of hair won't stay in my ponytail and it drives me crazy. I'm sure this drives you crazy too, Sam, right? This is one of your problems in life. It's the worst. The unruly ponytail. Um, Sam has a very conservative haircut. It's um, very short. It's very short. It's not actually very short. It's, too it's short. nice. Thank I you. You, have, Thank you. you have ni- you have a nice head of hair. I I like I like a nice head of hair on a man. So I'm I'm like a I'm waiting for it to grow out to Jay Field and level. oh yeah. <laughs> but you don't have those curls. I know. Like, you just really got a mane. No one can match that. No mane. one can match that mane. Um. So anyway, so I found this old scarf and I've been using it um to wear the gym, which meant that it got sweaty very quickly, and I was like, oh. This is silk. Like, that was pretty, maybe a dumb thing to choose for my gym gear. 
And I was like, you know what, though? Actually, I feel like I can just machine wash this. And I machine washed it. I put it in one of those mesh bags, those laundry mesh bags. And, cold, you know, my usual spiel, cold water, regular detergent, all that kind of stuff. And it came out just fine. So now I'm washing it all the time. And it, I actually washed it. I washed it yesterday. I was going to bring it in to show you that it's fine. But then I wore it to the gym today. And I was like, no, maybe I won't bring in my sweat. My mother calls it my do-rag. I'm like, yeah, mommy. <laughs> I'm the only person in the history of ever who has a Vineyard Vines do-rag. <laughs> like, okay, mom. And it costs $149. <laughs> yeah, like, ridiculous, ridiculous. Because like, hey, I, was, you know, I was up in Boston the other weekend for Mother's Day. And I came, I like got changed into my gym clothes and went to the Dunkin' Donuts before she was up. So then I came home from Dunkin' Donuts. There's also, this is like the most Boston story in the history of Boston, Duncan. right? Yeah. Because um, I like, I got, you know, I got to have my Dunkins when I'm in Boston. It tastes better in Boston. It really does. Because um, they make it with hat. Um, so I, <laughs> Davidson will just come across the table and throttle me for that. It's all the same watered down garbage <laughs> coffee in every city. Unless you want to sponsor the podcast. Then it's delicious and I can't get you enough. You drink Dunkin' Donuts. When I have to. Traitor. When there's no Starbucks around. All yeah. right. All right. I know. I've had this conversation with you before. Okay. So anyway, so I, I came home. I was like in my in my gym clothes and I had my hair all tied up. Like, oh, I like your do-rag. That's cute. <laughs> Thanks, mommy. I'm going to go get on the treadmill now. Okay, so that's the answer is that you can just wash that belt. No problem. Like, I I'm, I'm actually, like, feel pretty confident. I'm not actually going to tell you guys to do this because I don't want y'all ruining your nice ties, but, like, I actually feel pretty confident that you could just put your vineyard vibe ties in the washing machine. On delicate? I don't even think you need to put it on delicate. I mean, I'd put Whoa. it in one of those mesh bags. I'd put it in one of those mesh bags because the, pro- the problem with anything that's, lo- that's like, long is that it, it will wind around other clothes um, if it's loose in the wash. And that's – it's actually the friction that causes the damage of, like, being, like, wound around other things. So I would put it in one of those mesh bags to prevent that. But I don't even think you need to use the delicate cycle. I wouldn't put it in with heavy – with other heavy clothes. I wouldn't wash it with your L.L.B. Boat and Tote. Um I would put it in with other delicates, but I don't even think you need the delicate cycle. Yeah. So anyway, so there you have it. Jess, you can just machine wash that baby. No problem. Um, if you if you didn't want to machine wash it, you could use any one of the following things. You could Lysol it. Lysol. Good old Lysol. Let us not sleep on Lysol. I'm having a Lysol revival <laughs> these days. You said, you said Lysol a lot. I'm really, really into Lysol. Li- I am into Lysol. It's a funny word, Lysol. It's great stuff. Um, should prevent lice. Like, Oh, God, don't talk. I had lice constantly as a child because huh. I lived in a city. So our, like, the, I mean, I went to, like, nice, fancy private schools and, like, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't, you know, wasn't that, like, my, my home wasn't clean or I went to, like, you know, decaying urban schools or anything like that. It was just, like, a a facet of being a city kid that literally all of us constantly had lice. Constantly. Yeah. The clean person. Yep. It's all starting to connect up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it see. was traumatic because that's the quell that they used to put. I think they have something better now. But we the shampoo that we used to have when we were kids to kill the lice was called quell and it stung. It was really painful. It would like sting your eyes and oh, it was a whole thing. Whole ordeal. Lice, terrible. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. I like start scratching just thinking about it. Um, okay, so you could do a little do the Lysol. You could spritz it with vinegar. You could spritz it with vodka. 
Um, you can also, if you have a cat, I hope you don't, but if you do, you can bury... Um, you can bury your cat? Is that <laughs> what you're going to say? <laughs> bury the cat in its own kitty litter. No, you can bury oh, a fine. belt and clean kitty litter. and uh, Like anything that's not launderable, you can bury in kitty litter because it has to be clean, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just can't go in there for two week old, two week old kitty litter. Yeah, yeah that won't really. Why does my belt smell like cat piss now? Yeah. Uh, uh, mysteries. So yeah, um, kitty litter. Well, first of all, like all kitty litter is designed to absorb odors for obvious reasons. Um, but most formulas are made with activated charcoal, which is a really, really good odor absorber. So that's why kitty litter works for stuff. Mm. Um, so there you go. There are my there are my weirdo weirdo tips. Um, and we have to get Sam out of the studio. So this is a good note to end on. It is. I wish we could have you Kitty longer. Later. We'll have to have you come back. I would love that. Okay. We'll figure out other topics. Oh, but you know what? Before we let you go, can I have you tease the question for next week's episode? Yes. Okay. So this is a, this is a question I have uh, had for a while. Okay. Because now that it's starting to get warmer, um, I have pulled my Sperry Top Siders out of the <sighs> back of my closet. Wait, what are those? Um, Deck shoes. Oh, okay. Actually, this is a question for a future town and country story that I'm working on. What's the proper term for them? Top siders, dock siders. Deck shoes, boat deck shoes. Deck shoes, boat shoes. Yeah, I yeah. always say boat shoes. Boat shoes. Yeah. I don't know All why I... Above. I don't know are, why are I say... Are there different subsets, though, where I shouldn't be calling it that? Is that the system? Uh, well, definition? I guess Sam is going to find out. I think mm. they're all the same, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out the, uh, the correct term, or if there is one. Um, but my question is about cleaning okay. them, because... Yeah. Preppies wear them on a regular basis mm-hmm. in the warm months, mm-hmm. often without socks. That's right. So they start to stink after if a while. If you're wearing your deck shoes with socks, you're doing it wrong. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, how can you clean them okay. without having to, or how, how do you wear them without having to wear those Those little socklets. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, those are not. I wouldn't do that. No. Those aren't sanctioned. I feel like it's a that's situation of like maintenance. Not, that's not preppy. Like you can't wait until they get sm- You have to constantly put those like, you know, those little like powder balls you put yes! in like, your running shoes. You I can't believe you know those. Well, I, I, I Do you know them stuff. because you've been no, co-hosting you, the show with me? No, I've I've talked that. about them on the show. I've known that since like college because like <gasps> in college you, when you're on your own, you're all gross for the first time and you're like, why do my shoes? And you're just like, oh, right. Talcum powder in there and stuff. But like, yeah, you, I so assume you got to do it. It's it's only because I have my own sneakers that I run in and smell. Otherwise, I would not think twice. I'd be like, I don't know, put them in the washing machine. I just happen to know that one. Ask me how to yeah. clean anything else, God. No, 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 no. But here's the thing: most most guys don't know that. Like, they, you should see the number of questions yeah? I get. But yeah, they're like, my running shoes really smell. I'm like, well, I get the sneaker balls for right. them. Yeah, yeah, sneaker balls. Um, okay, powder's good. So, oh, did I just spoil the next week's episode no, by answering okay. the question? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. No. Um, we'll cut that out. Yeah. No, no, no. We're not going to cut it out. So, so Sam, I, you know, I, I knew that Sam had this question. And also, we've had this, this topic planned for the June Town and Country Ask a Clean Person. Um, and the only reason I didn't want to address it on this episode is because next week we have um, a woman who founded um, a company that makes all kinds of shoe accessories from sprays to to those buffing sponges and shoe bags and all that stuff. She's going to join us and we're going to talk about summer shoe woes. So we're going to address Sam's question, but Dave already gave you a preview of what to expect. Dave, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I really, I, I just... seriously ask me how to clean a fridge. I don't know. <laughs> I know you don't know how to do that. Cause you told me that you were doing it wrong the other day. You clean under this thing. I don't know. Yeah. How about this? I don't know. Okay. Shoes. I figured one thing out. Good for I'm me. I'm proud of you. Listen, I'm just, I'm just happy that you're going to, 
go, you're going to have my back. You know, the old saying, all, all a woman ever wants is a, is a man who will have her back. Yeah, and if he's 62 and weighs like 50 pounds less than me, I'll go out there and bury him in like 30 seconds. Yeah, you will. But, it's gonna be are, there, are there security cameras in there? Mm, actually, there probably are. Mm, so just like follow him around the corner. Yeah, yeah. and then just okay. do my we'll, damage. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll find this out. Um, all right, so on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askaclean and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering for our listeners. If you subscribe this week, you can find out what horrifying thing happened to me this week that is leading Dave to go commit assault on an older, smaller man. Misdemeanor assault, for the record. That's it's right. Like, like a congressman body slamming a reporter on a table. <laughs> Nothing felonious. <laughs> You know, like a citation. I'll, yeah. I'll be fine. Okay, no problem. And no I'm one's going to be murdered. And I, I promise I'm going to bail you out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is why we need your patron money. <laughs> Dave's bail money. Uh, we would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.